Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Uh, of course, Nathan and Nick, how are you, boys? I'm doing very well, thank you. Yourself? Good. I'm really, I'm really also good. Well, that's good. <laughs> we're doing the Brady Bunch thing. You guys, <laughs> I don't know if you could see me, but I'm up there. You're up there. I'm down here. But, <laughs> um, thanks for joining us on the show, though, dudes. It's uh, good to finally catch up with you, uh, especially uh, you know after everything that's happened over the last year. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, good to be here. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to be on. Excellent. Well, uh, your band Atlas has just released your latest single. Now, I, how, how do you pronounce it? Is it com, com, comethazine? Com, comethazine. <laughs> comethazine. Comethazine. See? Yeah. Old and can't speak English. Um, you know, it's got such a massive response. This thing has just exploded. Uh, it's racked up currently, from what I could see, it was 36,000 views uh, in YouTube's. And yep. was it like 20,000 Spotify streams? Incredible, dude. Like over the last yeah. few weeks. Oh, the numbers have jumped like spiked so quickly. Uh, it was just like, I don't know. It was just like some dudes picked it up on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. And it's just gone a bit nuts, to be honest. Um, which is really good to see. So are they using but- the song in their TikToks? Uh, yeah, some guy with like 132,000 uh followers on tiktok i think his name's breakdown king he put a video up and he's just yeah it's just it's got like stupid amount of views on there and hardcore came as well where wow. uh react, reacted to it and yeah it's just yeah been like all nick, over the place like that nick nocturnal as well um yeah so just a few people that uh just picked it couple, up and just a couple just a couple of people <laughs> sharing it yeah it's I been pretty good just, it feels amazing. Oh, yeah. It's like probably one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> it's just blown up. Yeah, it sounds like you guys have really started the year off uh, quite positive. You did the tour. The songs come out and just smash it everywhere. You know, you're going into the year in, in on, on top form. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, definitely a, a big pickup from the way last year went anyway. Well, first half of last year anyway. So it's good to hit the ground running this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the song lyrically, uh, you know, draws similarities between uh, being stuck in a toxic relationship and being controlled by a drug addiction, which is very common and relatable for, for a lot of people out there these days. But did this come from a, a personal experience or someone you know? What, what inspired this song? This song, I mean, without going into like too much detail about it, is in aspects, yes, a uh, personal perspective on the song. 
um, like when Borthy, oh, I sat down with Borthy during our lockdowns and writing lyrics like that. And um, we could like originally written the song around the end breakdown of the song. Like we wrote the end breakdown and then basically just worked all the lyrics around that. Man, it's a, it's an, it's an amazing song, but the title, it's named after, is it Purple, Purple Drake? Is that the title or is it, what's the title come from? Cause I was trying to look into it. I know there's a rapper with that name, but is that what the, the title was referring to? Nah, so comethazine is the mixing of promethazine and codeine, like cough medicine and painkillers and stuff like that. So that's what, it's just coincidentally, there's a guy named comethazine, which I had no about, like no idea about until afterwards when I looked it up. I was like, oh, there's a rapper named comethazine as well. Have you heard from him at all? Have you heard? No. No? no I, I've never listened to him, no. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> you worked with uh, Scotty Simpson from Alpha Wolf on it too. Uh, you know, he, he's done an incredible job. How, how was it working with him? Nah, working, with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working with Scotty was such a good time. Like, it's very, like, you know, very business, but you also get to have fun as well at the same time. Like, you know, when you've got to actually, you can take a break and muck around or whatever, but when it's time to get to work, it's time to get to work. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds incredible. And I mean, you know, th- th- I did notice that the song isn't on Apple Music at the moment, though. Is that coming? It's not. <laughs> is it not going to be? Or is it going to be? Oh, it, it will be eventually on Apple Music. It's just, oh, we've just had so much issues with every single that we've released lately with Apple Music because the it's all just an artwork issue thing because they want the songs to be released with the single name on the artwork mm. whereas if we do that then it messes everything else up later down the track like if we want to release the ep again then we have to release it again rather than using what's already been released so then like you know spotify streams and stuff like that it all gets like messed up and jumbled so the only way to sort of make it work was to unfortunately not have it on apple music for the meantime mm. And then once it becomes to release and everything, then we just use the ISRC codes and then it'll be on Apple Music as a whole. But just until that happens, we've got to just wait and wait. And it's, yeah, every time we've been releasing a song, everyone's like, why is it on Apple Music? Why is it on Apple Music? And I'm like, we're trying. They're just not giving us the time of day. You know, I had the exact same problem. <laughs> like a month, man. Took like a month. Our... our- our last single was out all over the place and hmm. Apple music were dragging it. So, uh, yeah, Apple pick up. It's, an, a, it's an Apple it's issue, it's not, not an us issue. No, see, exactly. <laughs> That's why I want to clear up is because Apple are like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up. <laughs> Literally like when we released, um, sorry, like the last single before all the new stuff, because we had like all like the kanji and different characters in the background, they literally like pinged that and said, nah, you can't use it. Cause there's all this extra stuff. And basically said, we don't understand what this means. And I'm like, it's just Atlas in kanji. Like there's no extra characters. Like it's literally just the band name repeating itself. Yeah. And they flagged it and was just 
been very difficult about it and we had to end up changing the artwork to be what it is now just to make it suit otherwise it was going to be the same thing we couldn't get on apple music we had a problem where uh we were lumped in with another band stuff <laughs> it was like all our tracks were with someone else's and someone else's with was, was their ours everywhere else yeah. fine only apple music see there's there you go there you go it doesn't matter because it's out everywhere. Actually, I'm pretty sure we've got the same thing too. Like there's a <laughs> like a Spanish rapper or something that's named Atlas as well. And if you go on Apple Music, I'm pretty sure you type us in and we all come in together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's got like two songs. So it's like you see one of his songs and the next minute it's all of ours. And then his is like right at the bottom again. So I've like contacted them say, can you like fix this? And they still haven't done anything about it. Man, but at least, I mean, you never know. You might have, have people showing up the shows or his shows being like, hey, where's, that, where's that song? That break? Where's the song? And he's like, That's... They're, like, well, they're like, bring us that Aussie band now. <laughs> See, that's, you know, best kind of, there's always a silver lining, but... Um... If I see the Spanish community just like spike up, then I know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Colin Jeffs, did the video for it so he's he's a great dude he's a really yeah, lovely lovely dude company. yeah how was it working with him so easy he's just so easy to work with like probably the easiest music video i ever i've ever done he just knows exactly what he wants and gets it out of you so easily like it's just like hanging with a mate you know and, and you know he's got a camera you know <laughs> it's just so easy and he just got such a good result out of it as well so like we couldn't be happier working with him, to be honest. Are you oh, going to work like, with him again? Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, we do have plans too. <laughs> oh, I see that. <laughs> I was say, are we, are we, we say too much? <laughs> I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Come on, it's your mate. <laughs> yes, we are. We're working with him in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted me. Is there a new single or, or EP or album? What's, what are you guys cooking up? We've got... We've got a few more singles that are coming out that will eventually roll into an EP as like combined because we're basically just like drip feeding singles at this point for like I think at least every eight to ten weeks we're sort of gonna be dropping mm. singles. So you'll see something very soon come up. So everyone be on the lookout for that. You'll see something popping up very soon. Did you record all the tracks together? Was that the plan? And you said that's yeah, yeah, we, we recorded everything together and basically because um, we wanted everything just to be ready to go so then when the time came, we could just sit back and not have to stress about things and we just know that everything was organised so then we could spend time focusing on other other aspects like the next sort of stuff and, you know, everything else. And you get to get excited about it, you know? Every time it's like Absolutely. a new track, instead of just dropping the whole EP at once, you're like, hey! Yeah. So, yeah, so people people's attention spans these days are just a lot shorter, I feel. Like, so, you know, you just keep yourself in the public eye a lot longer than just dropping everything at once. And then it's like a month of everyone listening to it and going, this is great. And then, like, you don't come out with anything for another year or so. You know, I feel like that's the way the music industry is sort of heading these days anyway. Do you think um, that, that albums are, are becoming a thing of the past? No, I think albums are fine. I think it's like just dropping like EPs. Mm. Like if you can, if you have like a seven track EP and then if you decide you want to drip feed the singles, by the time you've released one single and the momentum starts to go down, you've already dropped the next one. So you're starting to go back up again. 
And by doing so, you also get time to fill in space of content by doing like, you know, guitar playthroughs or drum playthroughs, other things like that. So you constantly got content coming through. So then you've basically now set yourself up for a whole year, whereas you spent, you know, 18 months doing an EP or whatever, drop it. And then next minute, the hype's gone in a couple of months. And then you're like, well, I need to get back on top again and keep doing things. Albums, I think, are fine as long as you you know, market everything and plan everything accordingly to suit. I think, yeah, just as dropping an EP, I think is just, yeah, better off just doing singles or do an album. I think it's the way, way of the future. Definitely the way it, unless you're Apple music. Um, yeah. I'm not going to let them off the hook, but uh, um, <laughs> yeah. now, now, your, your other recent singles now, is it, how do you pronounce? Could, 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 Kodakushi and Nazareth, I can say that one. See, uh, <laughs> I'm old. Uh, you know, they've all they got amazing responses as well, and you can definitely hear the evolution of the band in there over the over the years. You know, what's your thoughts on where you are now compared to before and where you guys are headed? Nathan. I'll let you start with Nathan. Can you go first? Um, well, I only joined the bands uh in halfway through last year mm-hmm. i think um the band's had two previous vocalists before me so i can't really speak on how the band was feeling before i was here but um since i've been here it's just been like really good like vibes to be honest like you know we just like vibe well and um everything just gels so well and we're, we're just loving where we're heading with um, musical direction and, um, you know, just the response everyone's giving us is just, you know, showing us that we're going in the right direction as well, you know? So, yeah, that's all I can really speak on. I can, Clavs can probably tell you about how it feels from before. (laughs) I mean, yeah, look, it's definitely um, a lot of maturity, a lot of growing up. Like we were um, like, on the cusp of just like turning 23, like 22, 23 when we first Mm. started. And we were definitely like, you know, young, naive, had really no idea what we were sort of getting ourselves into. And like, and also saying that too, we didn't really expect it to sort of, you know, just jumpstart straight off like that as it did when we first started. Like we were kind of expecting just to be like, you know, you know, just a bunch of country boys mucking around, having a good, like having fun, whatever else. And then next minute was sort of like, from day one, it was just all ghosts, like all systems go. And I found after doing the first record and really like learning, uh, like learning about ourselves and just feeling of everything and now realizing this is a more like matured sound that we always wanted. Cause when we started, we didn't know what we wanted. We just sort of, we were literally, when we were releasing the first EP, we were literally dropping songs as we were writing them. Like we finished song, all right, quick, send that out. And then we'd be like, okay, now we've got to back that one up. Whereas we actually have sat down now and really thought about what we want to do and where we want to be. So maturity is definitely a big one. And even like now going to shows, we see like the old faces that we had when we first started, but now getting to see like that new fresh batch of like people come out of COVID that have now to go to shows and stuff. It's just so great. Like they've given it 110%. That's awesome. And of course, Nathan. I mean, jump jumping into the band 
you know, last year and and hit the ground running like like it has. How's that experience been for you? Um really positive for me, to be honest. Um I don't know, I was in the band before COVID uh like sort of hit and then as COVID hit that all sort of just you know went went to shit. Um we were just um not doing anything anymore. Everyone sort of went, no, I need to get a job and I need to do this and that and I need to get an apprenticeship. And I was sort of bummed about that. And then, you know, um, Atlas hit me up and it's just been, as soon as I walked in the room, it was just, you know, perfect fit. I think they felt it as well. I felt it. Um, yeah. And it's just been so good to like, just, it's just like constant, like we're just doing stuff, you know, like, because we all just the vibes are just on you know <laughs> so yeah it's just great did you guys know experience. each other beforehand uh no we did not uh i think clavs had heard a couple of my old bands or invertebrate at least mm-hmm. and sort of um knew me from that and then that, when they're on the lookout for a new vocalist he sort of just was just hitting people up and he hit me up um and asked if i'd be interested and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Showed me a couple of the, the new tracks they're working on and stuff. And I was like, yep, this is this uh is right up my alley. So yeah. I said to 30 seconds of Nazareth and you're like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how's how's it working with him, Nick? From you know. Oh, it's great. Like I because when we first started the two vocalists we'd had had never been vocalists before. So mm. To get someone that's had that experience and knows what they need to do and that it just makes life so much easier like i can i don't have to worry about what he's doing or anything like that i can just focus on what i got to do and i know that he's going to do a good job and he's going to do it you know 110 percent every time like it's just a great feeling just to be able to sit back and focus on what i need to do and just yeah it's great i couldn't ask for anything better no i <laughs> uh, five through the through the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys contributed a cover of the presets, My People, to the uh, – it was a compilation fundraiser, wasn't it? For, yes, for Beyond Blue. For Beyond Blue. That's right. What was the it – was, was it a podcast? Who put it together or uh, – Yeah. What, what we do on the weekend, weekend or something? Yeah, what we did on the weekend, boys, put that together as a fundraiser. Um, yeah. Man, that vinyl looks incredible. Right. <laughs> have you guys, have you guys got nice. one? I have not got one. I that, bought that's one someone's. Yeah. You got one? Yeah, I bought one, yeah. yeah. Got a support. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're on, on with a whole bunch of other uh, excellent bands as well. You know, how how's it feel to be part of that and, you know, contributing to, to such a good cause and, and seeing all these other bands rising up with you as well. It was definitely, um, you know, one of those like small little goal things to be like, Oh, it'd be so cool to do something like that. And to get asked that opportunity, I was like, hell yeah. Like, let's definitely do it. Um, and it's just awesome because like a few of those bands um, we're good mates with as well. So like getting to like grow up with them as well and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you're on this as well. Like, it's just, it's going to be an awesome piece to look back at and just go, man, that was a good time. And also getting to support a great cause at the same time too. So. And that song's a banger too. 
And oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, dude, it's like by far like the heaviest tune song we've got. It's just so ridiculous. How's it go live for you? Uh, <laughs> it's it's been good. I everyone I loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like playing it live that much, but uh, and I don't think Borthy does either because he's got to sing like in it as well. Like he doesn't really like singing it that much, but uh, the crowd loves it and it's just a great, you know, vibe. Like for people that don't know our bands, like, you know, it's a good one to play because, you know, they know everyone knows that song in yeah, a show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just good to see people just going, nah, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I just remember the Evelyn, there was like a literal shuffle pit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's just vibes, you know. It's good vibes. Talking about good vibes, you guys just uh, come back from a little uh, trip away with the Alienist, little little yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, we the did. The boys. Yeah. yeah. The boys. How was um, that? We, that was a good, good run. Um, we become really close friends with those boys really quick. They're just killer blokes, and like. Yeah. They work really hard as well, like the same as us. So we identify with them on that one a lot. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, all the shows were great. Um, yeah, it was just a great run and we had a blast. So, yeah. Even just like touring in general, it was great to be back on the road. Oh, like, yeah. It did, it did feel right going to the airport after like two years of not being able to fly anywhere. Yeah, we were on the plane about to leave Melbourne to go to Brisbane and we were just like, someone's going to come on the plane and tell us that we're not allowed to do this. Like, like, (laughs) surely, like, Dan Andrews is going to come on and be like, nah, lockdown again. Safe. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Stop the plane, stop the plane, stop the plane. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. You did it. I'm bummed I missed that show. That, that, you know, would have been a killer. Was that the bright side? Bright side. No, it was the bright side. It was King Lear's. King Lears. That's oh, right. Yeah. I've been hanging to play there. How was it? It's very, it's an intimate venue. That's for sure. It's, yeah. um, yeah, it's, I think it's 100 cap, 100 cap room. And it's just like a, like a narrow straight sort of building, but like you get a few bodies in there, like it goes off. Yeah. It was nice. It was really fun. I love that. Nathan, Nathan and Borthy were on the floor. During yeah. Cause the- there's no, like so tight on stage with five of us. And, like both, he's trying to like sing in that, and there's literal fists like this close to his microphone as he's like trying to perform. So he's like ducking and weaving. Uh, <laughs> they're some of the best ones, but you know, oh, yeah. absolutely, it was so good. Like first show of tour, I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I pissed down just before we had to load in. This storm run rolled through Brisbane, and it absolutely poured down. It was like flooding in the streets and shit. And we're just like, trying, we're, um, the boys, I think they, you, did they get there by taxi? I think yeah, I, we got, we yeah. got the taxi. All my just dumped us in the middle of the road while it's pouring down the road. It's like <laughs> throwing it across the road. <laughs> it was fun. Hey, man. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, you got some shows coming up as well, don't you? With, uh, was it Earthcaller and Loon and Druid? Yeah, April yep. 16th. Easter yeah. Saturday. Uh, Northcote Social Club. When, when is it? April 16. Yep. April 16. Man, ticking down the days. That's that looks. I wish that was happening up here. That looks like it's going to be a killer show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait. That show's going to be nuts. 
yeah all those bands is crazy and it's pretty close to being sold out i'm fairly sure yeah i think it's at least 90 percent sold out so um like last month like less than 50 tickets so it's yeah so there's not many tickets left so it's gonna go off and that that one's been rescheduled a couple of times i think that was meant to happen late last year maybe Mm. or earlier this year yeah yeah so like yeah they've been waiting for that one so it's gonna be a good one it's gonna go off that's yeah i wish the druid boys are good dudes yeah, they're nice. They're nice dudes. We played with them on the last show of our tour. They were second band up. Yeah, they were, yeah. At, at the yeah. Bloody hall. yeah. So like main support for us and Alienus. So yeah, they're mad dudes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And what yeah. else do you guys have uh, coming up for the rest of the year? More releases. There's you know. Uh yeah, we got um, more releases coming. Um, more merch drops. Like we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing and dropping individual merch shops for every single uh plenty of shows coming up that i can't say just yet but there's, oh yeah, come there's, on right i can't because yeah. i've been <laughs> i haven't given the old clear to say yet but um yeah there's, yeah, there's right. definitely shows and all that coming like we've spent a lot of last year planning for this year so we're making sure everything's locked in and we're gonna have a nice run nice run this year so goldie Oh, we no are going yeah. to be hitting yeah. quite a few yeah. places um, <laughs> oh, a, bit la- a bit later in the year. Yeah. We will be hitting yeah. a, quite a few places, so we'll mm. be definitely be seeing your face, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. But until then, keep your secrets. But, uh, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be sure to give you the inside scoop when the time comes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Be, I'd be down for that for sure. For sure. But uh, until then, dudes, thanks for hanging out on the show. It's been awesome. Dude, thanks uh, for having us. Hanging thanks out. Of course, uh, we'll Give have links all down here. Uh, and uh, when those uh, tour dates and stuff come up and whatever you got cooking up, we'll, we'll be behind it. So until then, stay safe, dudes. Keep kicking ass. And uh, we'll see you hopefully uh, up in Queensland again very soon. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Thanks Thank for having so us. Much. Thank you. Thanks, lad. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 